committee meeting inside his head. Lately, he sweats and fumbles during presentations, struggling to find the right words. He dreads that someday his brain might freeze during a crucial conversation. Business meetings aren't fun anymore. Almost every week now, Peter explodes at his kids over trivial issues that never used to bother him. At his wife's prodding, he had a full physical exam. He heard the usual spiel. Eat more vegetables, shed some pounds, exercise, sleep eight hours a night. The doctor also prescribed a baby aspirin and a cholesterol pill. Peter hates taking pills. I sip my tea and gauge the pulse of the group. They look engaged. Which is the nastier imp in Peter's life? High cholesterol or too much stress? Too much stress, a few people whisper. How many of you know a Peter? Half the hands go up. Anyone here face similar challenges? Almost all the hands go up. I continue, Peter isn't facing disasters. He doesn't have incurable cancer. His company hasn't filed bankruptcy. But all the little nuances add up. Piles of unread mail, living room clutter, missed deadlines, unpaid bills, forgotten birthdays, a colleague's eye roll. Those daily annoyances pooled together sting us like an army of furious fire ants. I see several smiles and nods. How you lift the load and for how long are as important as the load itself, I say. Holding a glass of water above your shoulder for a few minutes doesn't hurt, but hold it for an hour and you might need a steroid shot in physical therapy. Your reactions turn good stress into bad stress. Can you explain how that happens, Lorna, a psychologist asks. I write on the board, Excessive workload, lack of control, lack of meaning. Work stops being fun when you're triple booked throughout the day with meetings or household chores. Lack of control also fuels stress. Imagine if on a Monday morning you discover that your office has been relocated to a windowless basement. How would you feel? Pretty mad, says Lorna. What if the same move is explained and planned with your input? I still won't like it, but it'll be easier to swallow. Why is that? You feel insulted when someone calls the shots for you, neglecting your needs or preferences. Lack of control also creates fear. When is the next shoe going to drop, and how heavy will it be? The third aspect, meaning, changes everything. How would you feel if you heard that your friend lost a unit of blood? Pretty alarmed, says Lorna. What if you're later told he donated it? Lorna smiles. Pain that hasn't found its meaning becomes suffering. An 80-hour work week becomes worthwhile when your supervisor sends a special letter of appreciation, copying your company's senior managers. An able leader inspires and empowers by matching demand with resources, sharing control with the people who are affected by a decision, and crafting a positive collective meaning. The Reverend John, a chaplain, comments, 
I suspect meaning might be the most important. People feel stronger when they find spiritual meaning in life's downturns. That's right, I say. The next slide addresses precisely that challenge. Mary is in her early thirties, a substitute teacher. She's married and has two kids, a four- and a six-year-old. Life was treating her well until one weekend about three months ago when she developed worsening back and lower belly pain. An emergency CT scan showed shadows in her liver and pelvis. Two days later, she learned she had advanced ovarian cancer. Doctors had given her three to six months to live. Each day brings pain, fatigue, nausea, and financial concerns. But these are only the tip of the iceberg. What is the biggest fear that wakes her up at 3 a.m.? Her young kid.